Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Katie and Beth, PAs and doctors of medical science who are here to help you get accepted into PA school, get through PA school, and then have a thriving career as a PA. So if you are a pre-PA, a PA student, or a physician assistant, then you are in the right place. We are so happy you are here and so excited for your future. Before we get started, here's a few housekeeping items. First, we want to tell you about something we are doing that we have never done before and that we know is going to be so incredibly valuable to you. We have an application to acceptance course that shows you exactly how to create your most competitive application, and it's a game changer for helping you get into PA school. But here's what we are doing. When you sign up for our application to acceptance course, we are going to go through every single piece with you every week. So not only do you get the course, but you get us every week to help you personally create your strongest CASPA application. We help you get your personal statement done and make sure it's epic, help create your strongest CASPA experience descriptions and everything in between so that you are ready to submit when CASPA opens and not just submit, but submit with confidence and your most competitive application so you can land interviews. Let's get you into PA school. Sign up in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. So today I want to talk about post-interview etiquette, specifically what to do after interviews. We get tons of questions from students and clients saying, hey, can I reach out after my interview? How do I reach out? I want to know what I did well, what I need to improve on, etc. And there are ways to do this, but you have to make sure you do it at the right time and you stay professional. So today we're going to talk all about the do's and don'ts of reaching out post-interview. So the first thing is you want to do it at the correct time and place. So immediately following your interview is not the correct time. Most faculty members are very invested in interview day. They are saying goodbye to all the candidates. They're finishing up their notes and they really don't have time to get into a long discussion with you about your interview. And a lot of times they haven't made their decision yet. And so it just isn't a great time to reach out and ask about your interview. When you are done interviewing at a PA program, you need to shake hands. If it's allowed, of course, with COVID, you need to say goodbye, look people in the eye, and again, stay really, really professional, kind of asking, hey, what do you look for in a candidate or what makes me become a better candidate? Almost sounds like asking for answers at the end of an exam. So again, just this is not the right time and place. It's still perfectly okay to reach out, but it's not at the end of interview day when everything is really hectic. People are trying to get their stuff together. They've got other candidates there as well. So you just need to refrain from it, give your handshakes, and then walk out the door at the end of interview day. So the question then is when is a good time to reach out? If we know we can't reach out during interview day, when do we actually reach out? Well, we have kind of a rule of thumb. Allow the program about a week or two to let the candidates who got seats know that they have been accepted. Because perhaps you've been accepted and you don't even have to worry about asking for feedback. So give the programs a little time. Some programs will accept students pretty quickly after interviews and some do not. And so you'll never know really what your program's plan is, but give them a week or two after interviews. Now, if you haven't heard anything at that time, or if you did not get an acceptance, you got maybe perhaps a wait list, then it is perfectly reasonable to reach out. We recommend you reaching out via email and all communication needs to go through the admissions coordinator. So whoever set up your interview date and gave you details, contacted you about your CASP application, that is going to be your admissions coordinator and they are really, really the person you need to talk to. 
Do not email faculty directly. Email everything through the admissions coordinator because they keep up with all correspondence via students. And if they think the faculty members need to see your email, or if you want feedback from them, they will go ahead and forward that email on to where it needs to go. We don't really want you finding our email on the website and emailing us out of the blue. Again, it's just not really professional. Go through the admissions coordinator because he or she is the one who's really trying to make interview day perfect, give you everything you need, and have been in contact with you. And they're the ones that really, really know you as well. So they keep track of all communication from the students, even though during the interview day, it's actually the faculty that you were interviewing with. Now, be aware that not all programs are going to give feedback, and that's okay. It has nothing to do with you. It did not mean you did not interview well. It doesn't mean they didn't like you. Some programs just re have a requirement where they don't give feedback. They'll say, we went with another candidate, that's all we can tell, and you won't get any feedback. So don't take that as a negative. That's just that program, right? If they give feedback to one person, they have to give feedback to everybody. And so some programs just make it a policy not to give feedback. And some programs will give feedback. So in our opinion, there's no harm in asking as long as you do it in a professional manner a few weeks after your interview and go through the admissions coordinator, there's nothing wrong with asking for feedback. Just know that you might not get some. Some schools also give more generic feedback than others. Some will be very specific about you and some questions you answered and your situation. And some will just give generic answers such as improving GRE scores, getting more patient experience, etc. And so some feedback is super helpful and some is a little bit less helpful, but you'll never know what type of feedback you're gonna get unless you ask. So let's say you get put on the wait list after your interview and it's been a few months and you haven't heard anything. Well, again, it's totally reasonable to touch base with the school just very quickly via email and just write a continued letter of interest. Just tell them, hey, I'm still interested, I haven't heard, and then go ahead and update them on some of your stats. So maybe you retook the GRE, you can give them your new scores. Maybe you just finished taking a post back class and got an A, you can go ahead and give those new grades. Maybe you have more patient care experience. Maybe you shadowed more. Maybe you have a new job. Maybe you finally finished your undergrad degree or even your master's degree. So if you have any big things in your application that have changed, it's totally reasonable to reach out three or four months after you got waitlisted and just let them know, hey, I'm still interested in the program and here are some of the things I've done and my new stats. Now again, this needs to be done really, really professionally, so make sure whatever email you write needs to be professional. And again, this needs to go through the admissions coordinator. And one big mistake that we have seen students make when reaching out and asking for feedback is arguing. And you might not think it's arguing, but to us, it's perceived as arguing. So when we give you some feedback, for example, you need to vary your patient care experience more. Maybe you've worked as an MA in dermatology and have never worked anywhere else. We might say, hey, you're on the wait list. One of the things we'd recommend is to get more varied patient care experience. And then argue. They'll say, yes, I understand that I've only worked in dermatology. However, I really feel like this has given me a good glimpse, blah, 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 blah. Right? And so they'll argue. And again, if you argue with the admissions committee, it's just not very professional. So if you reach out to us either right after or a few months later, please do not argue because this comes across as people who don't have people skills. You come across as someone who doesn't deal with conflict well or doesn't deal with 
criticism or feedback well. And again, that's not someone that we're going to want to teach for two and a half years, right? Because we're going to have to give you some feedback in that time. You're not going to be perfect. You'll miss some points here or there on tests or on standardized patients, on oscillars, on procedures. And so we don't want to accept someone who we think is going to argue kind of the little things and argue with us. So keep that in mind as well. So to recap this episode, it's okay to reach out. You need to do it at the right time and place to the right person and stay professional. I hope that this helped you guys figure out what you need to do post-interview. Thank you for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off. We are so happy you are here and so excited for all that your future holds as a PA. Before you leave, go to the show notes and download your free 30 days of tips to be the best PA school candidate. 30 actionable, tactical tips that will make you a better candidate to grab the attention of PA programs so you can land those interviews. Grab it in the show notes. Also, if these episodes are helpful for you, please subscribe and leave a review. When you leave a review, you are automatically entered into our weekly drawing to win some epic prizes. So subscribe and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening, and we are so honored to be a part of your path to PA. We will see you later this week with the next episode.